Okay, everybody. Hello. Welcome to my very first ever solo podcast. I've done a podcast before with a friend of mine back in the day, and uh, we had some good success doing it. But um, now we ran out of time with each other and we're doing things differently. So this is my first one by myself. So um, give me some love. Tell me some some comments. Tell me how you think I should do or what I should do right or wrong or whatever. But uh, you can comment and leave marks or uh, remarks on this somewhere, I'm sure. Uh, if not, you can you can leave me a message on my Twitter account. It's uh, at Brian, B-R-Y-A-N, sets, S-E-T-S, fire, F-I-R-E. So Brian sets fire, all one word. Uh, you can comment on there or leave a message if you want. Uh, if there's anything new you want me to talk about, anything come up you want me to talk about or go from there. Uh, through popular demand, I, I did ran a poll and a whopping four or five people commented they, they wanted to hear me talk about some new and upcoming video games for this year of 2019. Uh, so I did some research. I looked at some things that I was very interested in. And we're going to talk about some of these games come up right now. Uh, also, yes, also, um, I do a lot of Twitch streaming. So if you do want to catch me online live playing some Twitch games, you can go to my Twitch channel. It's www.twitch.tv slash setsfires, S-E-T-S-F-I-R-E-S. Uh, I'm on almost every other day playing something or another, so you can come check it out. I also have a YouTube channel, which is very poorly lacking in attention, but I'm going to be bumping it up real soon. It is also Sets Fires. So if you just type in S-E-T-S-F-I-R-E-S with a capital S and a capital F, you'll see my, my handsome face pop up and then you can click on my channel from there. All right, so getting right into it. Um, I have a list here of games that are coming out this year that I've been looking very forward to. Um, a lot of them have been, they're basically the biggest games that some people are already looking for and then you know about. There's a few in there that I'm not exactly looking forward to, but I'm going to give some information to people, at least for everything that's coming out. So the first game I want to talk about is Resident Evil 2, the, uh, the remake. I got the demo. I love the demo. It was probably one of the, the funnest things I've ever played. And um, it, was, it was really good. And, and I had high expectations of this game when it first got announced and i seen some little cheapy kind of gameplay here and there i wasn't sure if that was it or not but uh I, you know i kind of kept away from all all the the gameplay I was showing until i knew the demo was released and i played the one shot demo so basically you download the demo you get 30 minutes to play the game whatever you can do within the 30 minutes is what you do i've heard that if there's things that you can find uh things that you can kill board up doors and stuff like that it, it might save it for your game when you actually get it. I'm not 100%. I haven't been able to confirm that yet, but that's what I heard. Um, but nonetheless, I urge anybody who's looking to get that game or wants to see what it looks like to uh, to go get that demo and play. It was a heck of a lot of fun, and they really creeped it up. They, they, they had to change a lot of the different things on. So, okay, wait, let, let me get into that myself here. Okay, so giving some information here. The game is still being developed by Capcom, so it was like the ones that developed all the other ones before. It's getting a release date in Japan of January 25th, but it's getting a worldwide release date. Uh, nope, sorry, I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself. That's a different game. Different game is Kingdom Hearts. Okay, so yeah, January 25th, it's getting released. It's getting released for PlayStation, Xbox, and for Windows. Uh, so some one of the big key things that they did with this game differently from uh, the previous Resident Evil games is they took away the fixed camera. So every other Resident Evil, you can only go into one area and see whatever it showed you. That added a lot of the fear factor to the game because you didn't know what was hiding around that corner or how close it was. You had to rely on the sound of the of, of the, the zombies or the creatures or a dripping of something to know that something was going to go down in the, that next room. So you had to be careful with it. Uh, so they took the fixed camera out in this one. And it made them have to change a little bit of things up. So the game itself, from beginning to end, is basically an exact remake of Resident Evil 2. You're playing as, as Leon Kennedy and Claire Redfield. You're in Raccoon City. You're starting your new job. All hell breaks loose, and that's what happens. What they've had to do to kind of amp up the fear factor with the fact that the fixed cameras is now taken out is they added a lot of dark shading. They said that they're going to hide a lot of zombies within shadows. So not a lot of that room that you're going to be in the police precinct is lit up. The power is basically out. So you have to rely on the flashlight from your gun, which is really cool. When I played the demo, it scared the crap out of me. It really did its job. Um, and... Uh, what, what, what they added is they said that they're going to have zombies like hiding in rooms behind doors and there's going to be a lot of smoke and mist and stuff like that that's going to add that fear factor. Uh, you'll be hearing like drippings and puddles and zombies and stuff like that, but you won't be able to see them right away. 
and they're a lot harder to kill than they were in any of the other games before. So that's uh that's a really good key factor they put in there to to keep it um keep it new and fresh and stuff like that. But doing so as well, they had to change some of the layout of the original design of how the game did go from the first time. So you, you kind of have to get it for what it is and take it for what it is. It's not going to be a cut and paste of the exact first one that was originally made because that'd just be too boring just with updated graphics. I'm glad that they rechanged things differently to kind of make it interesting for everybody else. Um, all right. So, and, so basically, I'm very excited for that game. I, I, I've been wanting that game for a very, very long time. I'm very happy that it finally is coming out. And I'm going to be playing the snot out of that game when it comes out. So check up my Twitch channel if you're looking to, to see how it plays. You'll hear me scream like a child when I watch that game and play that game because I get scared. Uh, moving on, the next game I got here is uh, Kingdom Hearts 3. Obviously, it's developed by Square Enix, the same people that made all the other Kingdom Hearts. Now, uh, this one is what I was talking about. It's getting a Japanese release date of January 25th and then a, a worldwide release date of January 29th. I don't know why they're breaking up like that, but I've noticed more lately than not that video games seem to be doing that, doing separate release dates. Um, so, so the information I was digging up on this one is this is technically the 12th installment of the Kingdom Hearts franchise between all the uh, like the PlayStation from PlayStation One all the way over to, to now with Vita and all these other games. This is the 12th installment, but the third and final of this of the Dark Seeker saga. So this is the one that's on the main story. This is going to be the final one. And it's all the same characters like usual. You're going to have uh, Sora, Mickey, Goofy, Donald, Riku, all those normal guys, Aqua. They're all going to be there. Um, but a lot of people were upset because they took out um, some of the, the famous characters in the last couple games. Like the Nightmare Before Christmas Town. And um, a lot of people were upset over that. And you know what? It is what it is. They can't keep using the same things over and over again. Um, they've added some new ones. They're, they're playing very heavily on uh, Pixar this year. So Toy Story is going to have a really big effect into it. Um, uh, the My Hero 6 is going to be there as well. And there's another one's going to be there. Too. I can't remember which one it was. And for the most part, a lot of the main characters that played their voices in the movies are going to be coming back. Aside from like Tom Hanks and uh, uh, Tim Allen, they're not coming back to replies their roles as well. But um, the, the story itself, like, you know, Haley Joel, Joel Osmond plays Sora. Zachary Levi is Finn. And uh, then you got Kristen Bell's Anna. TJ Miller's back. Uh, Josh Gad, he's reprising his role of Olaf. James Woods, he's going to come back as Hades. And, uh, and, you know, like a lot of the people are coming back. So that's pretty cool. I, I like the fact that those actors who made those roles iconic are coming back and actually continuing on their, their, their craft with it. And it's pretty fun. The quick premise of this game is basically they're they're looking for the seven guardians of light. If you play the games before, you you know that it's all the Disney princesses. They've all got the light. They need to protect it from the big bad guy. He's trying to create another Keyblade war. And if he gets all the powers of light, then he can create another Keyblade, which makes the war. Nobody wants that. So Sora's, I guess, working on his mastery. He's going to finish all that. And that's how this game's going to gonna basically figure out. Um, some of the things that they brought back, um, they added, from what I've been seeing, they've added gameplay like the way the game plays, because every game plays a little bit differently because every game does that. If there's a series of they try to evolve the gameplay, they brought some things back from some older games and put them into this game with the way that the game plays. Um, there's also another thing that they brought back was the is the, um, the situational commands that trigger the Keyblade transformations. So you'll be stuck in the situation and it automatically does a Keyblade transformation for you if you need it. So that's a good thing to have, too. And um, it'll be fun. You know, like the, that franchise itself is a very hyped franchise. It's a very hyped game. It's a very good game. And those games, just they hook you in. You start playing it, you can't stop. And everybody starts watching it. And it's a great story. It's fun to play alongside the Mickeys and Goofies. It's fun. I'm really looking forward to that game. I'm going to play the crap out of it too when it comes out. It's going to be hard because I'm going to have to flip-flop between Resident Evil and Kingdom Hearts at the same time. But I'm willing to take on the challenge. Uh, so the next thing we got coming here, uh, it's one I'm a little bit kind of skeptical on. I'm not sure on, um, I'm not sure on how it's going to go. Like I've been up and down with this game for a while. I, I'm treating it the same way I treated destiny and it's Anthem. Anthem is a game. I, I, I looked at it. It looks really good. I'm really excited for it. And I was, I was really looking forward to the way the game plays. 
and it just I'm not getting enough from the trailers that make me like it yet I from what I see I like the fact that you're in that javelin suit and you can fly you can go around it's an open world it's a third person game um it's made by Bioware Edmonton uh Bioware's made a lot of really good games a lot of people obviously know the Mass Effect and the Dragon Age that Bioware Bioware has made but they also made a cool game that I really liked back in the day, which was Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic. And they've also made Baldur's Gate. So those games are really, really good and very good cult following behind them too. So they know how to make a good game. I'm not worried about that. I'm just worried about the, like, the fluidity of this game. I'm worried about the... Because it, it's, it's trying to heavily base itself on a Destiny-ish kind of open world online team effort-ish kind of game but the the cool thing that they have that you don't have in a, a destiny kind of game is your your mech suits and your javelin suits and everything like that they're fully customizable which is really really cool that's one thing i wish i had in a game like destiny where you get the armor and like all all the armor does is give you a point that allows you to fight enemies better i didn't like that i want to be able to do something with it and i guess that's what anthem's all about so i'm going to allow you to do all that fun stuff so i'm okay with that uh, the game there, um, it's slated to come out in February 22nd. Uh, it seems like a solid date. I don't see that getting pushed back anytime soon. If it did, it probably would have gotten pushed back by now. It's going to get released for Xbox, PlayStation, and Windows as well. Um, so it, there's not a lot. They're keeping that game really tightly under wraps. And I'm okay with that. Uh, I think it's going to be good. I'm probably not going to get it right away. I'm going to wait for that first wave to come out. Because you know if it's a game that's an online like, like that, the servers aren't going to be ready for it. It's going to be massively broken. It's going to be really buggy. So I'm going to wait for it to go out, fix itself, and then probably pick it up. Um, the last time I got uh, Mass Effect Andromeda, I got it when it came out. And that game was really good, but it was super buggy and and, and super broken. And then they they re-released it probably like a year later or not re-released it but they added a huge patch to it about a year later and i played it again and it was amazing they, they really fixed their 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 product there and i was happy with that so hopefully this doesn't happen like that but you never know um but that's a game I'm, I'm looking forward to uh i'm not holding my breath on it being amazing but you never know it could be so let, let's see what it is when it is another game i'm not really looking forward to is crackdown 3 uh it's developed by sumo digital they made a bunch of other games specifically for Disney, um, or not Disney, but for Microsoft. But uh, they made Disney Infinity. They've made a lot of different racing games in the past. They made pretty much most of the Forza Horizon games. So I don't understand how they go from, from doing that to a crackdown game. But, you know, it is what it is. I, I've not been a big fan of this franchise. I don't know why. I've, I wanted to get it on board with it, but I, it couldn't get its teeth into me. Uh, that game, it, it's scheduled to come out February 15th, and it's only come out from Windows and Xbox. Um, and uh, the, the main thing I'm going to play for is because Terry Crews is back. And I like Terry Crews. I think he's a great actor. I love his voice. He's hilarious to listen to. He's hilarious to watch from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. But, you know, that's the only selling point of that game for me. Um, now, some of the features I've found out about this game that a lot of people are uh, would be excited for is the feature Skills for Kills is back. Now, that feature basically allows you to kill enemies with inanimate objects throughout the game. Like, you can pick up a car and throw a guy and kill him or a dumpster and stuff like that. That's going to generate you orbs and allow you to level up more. So, that's a cool feature that I guess was taken out of one of the games and now it's going to be back in this one. And people are very excited for it. And there's also another one called um, Gangs Bite Back. So, that's a new one that they're. it seems to me they're taking a little bite out of the uh, Shadows of Mordor franchise where the the bosses the more you do like the skills for kills the more you kill enemies the more you you infect territories and and redeem them back for yourself the more the bosses are going to notice you doing that so then they'll be able to come out and set hits on you and attack you so the more good things you do the more they're going to notice it and the more they'll start coming after you and they, they did that in the mortar like with the captains and stuff like that so that's something that that seems like it's a good element to a game like that it's not so that way it's not just a run in smash it up kill as many bad guys as you can you want to be able to have some kind of difference in there right it's something different to do something to always be looking over your back so it's not just you going in and beating things up again that game comes out february 15th crackdown 3 i'm not terribly excited for that game but it is what it is now what i am very excited for also coming out on february 15th is the metro exodus game 
I played the Metro games before. I loved every single one of them. I'm very, very excited for this one. Um, I'm not going to say his name because I always get it wrong. It's like Ardeman. I said his name. I know I know. I said I wasn't going to. Um, I always say his name wrong. But uh, I, I loved his character. I loved the game. I love everything about that game. I love the way it looks. I love the, the, the way it played. I love how you can go run and gun. You have to go stealthy in some things. I love everything about it. It's getting released for Xbox, PS4, and for Windows. Uh, it's a deep silver uh, game. They made all the other metros, which is really good. So I'm glad that they got the same developer making the same games all the way through. Uh, deep silver also made uh, the guild two, uh, dead all all the Dead Island franchises them, and they made Saints Row four as well. Um, one of the newer games they they just came out with was actually a very widely loved game called Kingdom Come Deliverance. I played that game for a little bit and I got my ass kicked real fast. It's a very big game lot to do with it which makes me happy because i'm hoping and assuming that they put that kind of uh that kind of thought process into this game so that way exodus is a little bit more than just the average kind of metro game so like usual though the game is still based off of the books the uh dimitri uh kalukovsky kluk klukovsky klukovsky there we go i, I think that's right uh, it's based on his books and uh, the, like i said the first two games are absolutely amazing they've kept everything about this game under wraps they don't want people knowing a lot about it as far as we know as far as i know from all the digging i could do and finding the information out on it is the game is set in 2036 takes place just a few years after metro 2033 and basically you're in a nuclear winter now so the world is messed up already as it was before it's even worse now because it's a full nuclear winter and there's, that's going to add a whole bunch of different enemies that you can fight, a whole bunch of different elements that you're going to have to fight through, and a whole bunch of different things. And it, the, like the whole scape of the world has changed, right? So the, the simple running and gunning through that you normally have to do, you won't be able to do it anymore. Uh, one Easter egg that they threw in there that they said is Anna's going to be back, who is now his wife. So that'd be cool to see that and see how this game comes out. I'm really looking forward to this game. It's going to be a great game. It's going to be a great shooter game. If it plays anything like its predecessors, you're not going to have to worry. It's going to be a fantastic game. Now, another one coming out that I am not excited for, but I figured I'd have to say it, is Devil May Cry 5. I know Devil May Cry, I'm going to get a lot of heat for it. Devil May Cry is a great franchise. Everybody loves it. I didn't like it, and that was just me. I can see why people would like that game, but just for some reason, it wasn't my cup of tea. Now, this game is also still being made by Capcom, which is expected. It's going to come out March 8th. Now, it's supposed to be coming out for uh, PS4, Xbox, and Microsoft as well. Um, now, from what I read, the, the game basically takes place after Devil May Cry 2. They're calling it 5 because it's the fifth installment, but it's supposed to take place just after Devil May Cry 2. Dante and Nero are both back, but there's a new character in the game. His name is V, and V is the one that's kind of like hiring both of them to find something or to do something, but... Nero already has his own kind of like demon hunter agency going, so they're conflicting with each other. But who knows? That's they very loosely told us anything about the story. What I can say though is you will be able to play with the Red Queen that Nero has his sword, and he's gonna have a whole bunch of new robotic arms called Devil Breakers. Um, apparently, V is some kind of weapons tech guy, and he gives him these weapons here, you need to help me, and that's how it's gonna work. Uh, Dante's back. He's got Rebellion and Sparta that you can use as well. So that, that's fine. Uh, and he's got a whole bunch of new devil arms as well, too. Some of them are like big chainsaws and these big blades and stuff like that. So not exactly sure where they're going to go with this or what's going on. But not a lot is, has been said about this game. Other than the fact that Dante and Nero are both playable characters. So you will be able to play as both of them, which is going to be really cool. And I'm not sure if they say you can play as V. But V is the one that's there. So if that game's coming out March 8th, I'm not thrilled for it. I'll probably get it just to kind of say I did get it, but that's about it. Another one coming out real quick, um, The Division 2. It's, you know, it is what it is. I had a very big following at first, but it fell real short, real fast. Division 1 was really good, but it was really quick. You know, there, there wasn't a whole heck of a lot you could do with it. Still being made by Ubisoft. It's coming out for Xbox, PlayStation, and Windows. That one's supposed to come out February 7th. Um, uh, sorry, no, um, February 7th is the beta so that apparently there's going to be a free beta that you can play on february 7th it should be open to everybody on all systems and apparently there is going to be a dlc pack a three pack of dlc that's going to have basically the um 
uh, like some story missions, some character missions, um, and uh, some extra zones you can unlock that you wouldn't be able to get before. Apparently, as far as it states right now, all those DLCs are going to be free. Why they wouldn't just put it into the game, I don't know, but that is what it is, and they're going with that. So I guess that's that's the direction they want to go. I'm going to be getting Division 2. I really like the first one. I just I wanted more, and I wanted the the boss fights to be totally different because they're so annoyingly hard for no reason though those those mid-level bosses are like bullet sponges you'd shoot them forever and they wouldn't die and it wouldn't make any sense but the game was going in the right direction i like the the action of it i like the team play action of it i like the cover based system i loved everything about it it just it it seemed like they needed to go over with a fine tooth comb just a little bit more before they release it so i'm hoping maybe they kind of fizzle out the shit from the first one got the best that they could from it and then added to the next one i like the the first one i'm probably gonna like this one i'm more than likely gonna get it so you'd make your judgment on that one now the last game i want to talk about is a game i'm very very excited for there's very little on it and other than the, the basics of what you've seen on tv uh it's days gone so that's gonna be a sony interactive studio only game so that's gonna be for playstation 4 only that game slated to come out April 26, 2019. It's based on the Unreal Engine, the Unreal 4 engine, the third-person shooter, and um, it's like a post-apocalyptic world. Uh, it, the main character's name is Deacon St. John. He's uh, basically, he was a, an outlaw drifter or whatever, and there's some kind of global pandemic. So the game's basically based two years after this pandemic happened. They killed pretty much everybody on the planet aside from a, a few that managed not to get killed by it and um it doesn't really say what it was and now the the creatures in the game if you've seen the trailer they look like zombies they're super fast right so like a world war z kind of thing it they're not zombies they're they're calling them freakers so they're zombie like creatures that are very fast now the cool thing about this that i'm very excited for is you can interact with animals in the game too. So bears, wolves, other things like that, they're going to be inside the game, but they too have been affected by this pandemic. So you can run into a bear that's this crazy, freaked out, zombie-ish kind of bear that can run super fast at you. That is terrifying in games like that. Um, and I'm really excited to see how it plays out. I watched the trailer, and a lot of times when you get horde horde games where there there's hordes of zombies and, and bad guys running at you you shoot one or two and like blocks of them dying stuff like that or you can hit one one trap and like a whole barrage of them will go down and die immediately that's not the case with this game if you see like a hundred of them running at you you have to kill a hundred of them and that is really really cool and, it, and i think that's why they maybe have a little bit delay with this game because probably crashing a lot of systems making sure that it runs as smoothly as they wanted it to uh but it looks really good. The whole world that you're in is going to be completely interactive. So you will be able to set traps. You will be able to blow things up. You see canisters and barrels or you see cars. You are able to shoot them and they are able to blow up and kill big barrages of zombies. Near. You can also do things to, to cause blockades too that will stop them. It, it won't permanently stop them, but at least stop them for a bit until they can start climbing over it, then coming back over you. Um, I'm okay with that. Also, there's a, there's a human element too. There's, so there's... There's a story there. Basically, you're trying to find somebody that was taken from you and you're going after them and there's humans still left alive. It's like a, a Walking Dead-ish kind of deal where, you know, the, the person you got to fear most is the humans left alive, not the dead ones trying to eat you. So they took somebody. He's trying to get them back. And that's basically it. There are vehicles in the game that you will be able to use. You can use cars, motorcycles, probably like big vans and stuff like that. I don't know exactly what's in it, but it says there will be drivable vehicles in the game for you, as well as you're going to be able to craft on site. So if you find materials and stuff, which I'm sure you're going to have to look around, find metal scraps or uh, leather straps or nuts and bolts and stuff that Sony likes to do, you'll probably be able to craft like Molotovs or bombs or bullets or anything with you on the fly which are probably very helpful in a game like this since you're constantly going to be getting attacked by hordes and hordes and hordes of zombies. And you can also use those hordes of zombies as a distraction or as a weapon. So I've seen the one gameplay trailer where it, it shows him going to a little base area and he's trying to pick up his friends and he has no business being there. It's one on like 50. He can't beat them. But there's a wall behind him that's holding up a bunch of zombies from coming in. So he puts a bomb in the wall, shoots the wall, the door opens up, a flood of zombies come running in, kills as many people as he can, all the while he's picking them off at the same time. 
So use that to your advantage in the game when you get it. It'd be really cool to, to see how many different ways people can use that in these games. So that's a, that's pretty much what I want to talk about for right now. Those are the main important games I got coming out. Uh, I'm not really worried about the last half of the year because it's going to be the usual Assassin's Creed's and Call of Duties and Battlefields and all that fun stuff. But for the first half of the year, these are my most anticipated games coming out. Um, like I said, a few of them may not exactly like, but I know they're going to do well, like Crackdown and Devil May Cry. They're going to be great games. People love them. People are really excited for them. And uh, that's what's going to happen. So, so just a quick recap. Resident Evil comes out January 25th. Kingdom Hearts gets a 25th release date in Japan, but a 29th of January release date in worldwide. Um, Anthem comes out February 22nd. Crackdown comes out uh, February 15th. Uh, Metro comes out February 15th as well. Devil May Cry 5, that guy comes out March 8th. The Division, I believe, was February 22nd. And Days Gone, which is one I'm very excited for, comes out April 26th. But this is it, guys. Thank you very much for taking part in this podcast with me. I appreciate everybody coming by and saying hi. Please, please, please leave comments or remarks below in any way that you can in my Twitter page. Uh, let me know how I did. Tell me what else you guys want to talk about. Tell me if there's anything you need to hear about. And I will do my best to accommodate you. I'm going to do a podcast at least once a week as best I can. And uh, again, be sure to follow me on the social media accounts if you want to say hi or if you want to see what i'm up to i'm on i'm on them pretty much every single day posting something and if you like video games i'm always streaming so please go ahead and check me out on my twitch channel again it's www.twitch.tv slash sets s-e-t-s-f-i-r-e-s i look forward to seeing you guys again and hearing from you again thank you very much and have everybody have a great day Okay, everybody. Hello. Welcome to my very first ever solo podcast. I've done a podcast before with a friend of mine back in the day, and uh, we had some good success doing it. But um, now we ran out of time with each other and we're doing things differently. So this is my first one by myself. So um, give me some love. Tell me some some comments. Tell me how you think I should do or what I should do right or wrong or whatever. But uh, you can comment and leave marks or uh, remarks on this somewhere. I'm sure. Uh, if not, you can you can leave me a message on my Twitter account. It's uh, at Brian, B-R-Y-A-N, Sets, S-E-T-S, Fire, F-I-R-E. So Brian Sets Fire, all one word. Uh, you can comment on there or leave a message if you want. Uh, if there's anything new you want me to talk about, anything come up you want me to talk about, or go from there. Uh, through popular demand, uh, I did ran a poll, and a whopping four or five people commented that they wanted to hear me talk about some new and upcoming video games for this year of 2019. Uh, so I did some research. I looked at some things that I was very interested in. And we're going to talk about some of these games coming up right now. Uh, also, yes, also, um, I do a lot of Twitch streaming. So if you do want to catch me online live playing some Twitch games, you can go to my Twitch channel. It's www.twitch.tv slash setsfires, S-E-T-S-F-I-R-E-S. Uh, I'm on almost every other day playing something or another, so you can come check it out. I also have a YouTube channel, which is very poorly lacking in attention, but I'm going to be bumping it up real soon. It is also Sets Fires. So if you just type in S-E-T-S-F-I-R-E-S with a capital S and a capital F, you'll see my, my handsome face pop up and then you can click on my channel from there. All right, so getting right into it. Um, I have a list here of games that are coming out this year that I've been looking very forward to. Um, a lot of them have been, they're basically the biggest games that some people are already looking for and they know about. There's a few in there that I'm not exactly looking forward to, but I'm going to give some information to people, at least for everything that's coming out. So the first game I want to talk about is Resident Evil 2, the uh, the remake. I got the demo. I love the demo. It was probably one of the, the funnest things I've ever played. And um, it, was, it was really good. And, and I had high expectations of this game when it first got announced and i seen some little cheapy kind of gameplay here and there i wasn't sure if that was it or not but uh I, you know i kind of kept away from all all the the gameplay I was showing until i knew the demo was released and i played the one shot demo so basically you download the demo you get 30 minutes to play the game whatever you can do within the 30 minutes is what you do i've heard that if there's things that you can find uh things that you can kill board up doors and stuff like that 
it, it might save it for your game when you actually get it. I'm not 100%. I haven't been able to confirm that yet, but that's what I heard. Um, but nonetheless, I urge anybody who's looking to get that game or wants to see what it looks like to uh, to go get that demo and play. It was a heck of a lot of fun, and they really creeped it up. They, they, they had to change a lot of the different things on. So, okay, wait, let, let me get into it myself here. Okay, so giving some information here. The game is still being developed by Capcom, so it was like the ones that developed all the other ones before. It's getting a release date in Japan of January 25th, but it's getting a worldwide release date. Uh, no, sorry, I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself. That's a different game. Different game is Kingdom Hearts. Okay, so yeah, January 25th, it's getting released. It's getting released for PlayStation, Xbox, and for Windows. Uh, so some one of the big key things that they did with this game differently from uh, the previous Resident Evil games is they took away the fixed camera. So every other Resident Evil, you can only go into one area and see whatever it showed you. That added a lot of the fear factor to the game because you didn't know what was hiding around that corner or how close it was. You had to rely on the sound of the of of the the zombies or the creatures or a dripping of something to know that something was going to go down in the, that next room. So you had to be careful with it. Uh, so they took the fixed camera out in this one. And it made them have to change a little bit of things up. So the game itself, from beginning to end, is basically an exact remake of Resident Evil 2. You're playing as, as Leon Kennedy and Claire Redfield. You're in Raccoon City. You're starting your new job. All hell breaks loose, and that's what happens. What they've had to do to kind of amp up the fear factor with the fact that the fixed cameras is now taken out is they added a lot of dark shading. They said that they're going to hide a lot of zombies within shadows. So not a lot of that room that you're going to be in the police precinct is lit up. The power is basically out. So you have to rely on the flashlight from your gun, which is really cool. When I played the demo, scared the crap out of me. It really did its job. Um, and... Uh, what, what, what they added is they said that they're going to have zombies like hiding in rooms behind doors and there's going to be a lot of smoke and mist and stuff like that that's going to add that fear factor. Uh, you'll be hearing like drippings and puddles and zombies and stuff like that, but you won't be able to see them right away. And they're a lot harder to kill than they were in any of the other games before. So that's uh, that's a really good key factor they put in there to, to keep it um keep it new and fresh and stuff like that. But doing so as well, they had to change some of the layout of the original design of how the game did go from the first time. So you, you kind of have to get it for what it is and take it for what it is. It's not going to be a cut and paste of the exact first one that was originally made because that would just be too boring just with updated graphics. I'm glad that they rechanged things differently to kind of make it interesting for everybody else. Um, all right. So, and, so basically, I'm very excited for that game. I, I, I've been wanting that game for a very, very long time. I'm very happy that it finally is coming out. And I'm going to be playing the snot out of that game when it comes out. So check up my Twitch channel if you're looking to, to see how it plays. You'll hear me scream like a child when I watch that game and play that game because I get scared. Uh, moving on, the next game I got here is uh, Kingdom Hearts 3. Obviously, it's developed by Square Enix, the same people that made all the other Kingdom Hearts. Now, uh, this one is what I was talking about. It's getting a Japanese release date of January 25th and then a, a worldwide release date of January 29th. I don't know why they're breaking up like that, but I've noticed more lately than not that video games seem to be doing that, doing separate release dates. Um, so, so the information I was digging up on this one is this is technically the 12th installment of the Kingdom Hearts franchise between all the uh, like the PlayStation from PlayStation One all the way over to, to now with Vita and all these other games. This is the 12th installment, but the third and final of this of the Dark Seeker saga. So this is the one that's on the main story. This is going to be the final one. And it's all the same characters like usual. You can have uh, Sora, Mickey, Goofy, Donald, Riku, all those normal guys, Aqua. They're all going to be there. Um, but a lot of people were upset because they took out um, some of the, the famous characters in the last couple games, like the Nightmare Before Christmas Town. And um, a lot of people were upset over that. And you know what? It is what it is. They can't keep using the same things over and over again. Um, they've added some new ones. They're, they're playing very heavily on uh, Pixar this year. So Toy Story is going to have a really big effect into it. Um, uh, the My Hero 6 is going to be there as well. And there's another one that's going to be there too. I can't remember which one it was. And for the most part, a lot of the main characters that played their voices in the movies are going to be coming back. Aside from like Tom Hanks and uh, uh, Tim Allen, they're not coming back to reprise their roles as well. But um, the, the story itself, like, you know, Haley Joel, Joel Osmond plays Sora. Zachary Levi is Finn. And uh, then you got Kristen Bell's Anna. TJ Miller's back. 
Uh, Josh Gad, he's reprising his role of Olaf. James Woods, he's going to come back as Hades. And, uh, you know, like a lot of the people are coming back. So that's pretty cool. I, I like the fact that those actors who made those roles iconic are coming back and actually continuing on their their, their craft with it. And it's pretty fun. The, the quick premise of this game is basically they're they're looking for the seven guardians of light. And if you play the games before, you, you know that it's all the Disney princesses. They've all got the light. They need to protect it from the big bad guy. He's trying to create another Keyblade War. And if he gets all the powers of light, then he can create another Keyblade, which makes the war. Nobody wants that. So Sora's, I guess, working on his mastery. He's going to finish all that. And that's how this game's going to gonna basically figure out. Um, some of the things that they brought back, um, they added, from what I've been seeing, they've added gameplay like the way the game plays, because every game plays a little bit differently because every game does that. If there's a series of they try to evolve the gameplay, they brought some things back from some older games and put them into this game with the way that the game plays. Um, there's also another thing that they brought back was the is the, um, the situational commands that trigger the Keyblade transformations. So you'll be stuck in the situation and it automatically does a Keyblade transformation for you if you need us. That's a good thing to have, too. And um, it'll be fun. You know, like the, that franchise itself is a very hyped franchise. It's a very hyped game. It's a very good game. And those games, just they hook you in. You start playing it. You can't stop. And everybody starts watching it. And it's a great story. It's fun to play alongside the Mickeys and Goofies. It's fun. I'm really looking forward to that game. I'm going to play the crap out of it too when it comes out. It's going to be hard because I'm going to have to flip-flop between Resident Evil and Kingdom Hearts at the same time. But I'm willing to take on the challenge. Uh, so the next thing we got coming here, uh, it's one I'm a little bit kind of skeptical on. I'm not sure on, um, I'm not sure on how it's going to go. Like I've been up and down with this game for a while. I, I'm treating it the same way I treated destiny and it's Anthem. Anthem is a game. I, I, I looked at it. It looks really good. I'm really excited for it. And I was, I was really looking forward to the way the game plays. And I just, I'm not getting enough from the trailers that make me like it yet. I, from what I see, I like the fact that you're in that javelin suit and you can fly, you can go around. It's an open world. It's a third person game. Um, it's made by Bioware Edmonton. Uh, Bioware's made a lot of really good games. A lot of people obviously know the Mass Effect and the Dragon Age that Biomare, Bioware has made. But they also made a cool game that I really liked back in the day, which was Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic. And they've also made Baldur's Gate. So those games are really, really good and very good cult following behind them too. So they know how to make a good game. I'm not worried about that. I'm just worried about the, like, the fluidity of this game. I'm worried about the... Because it, it's, it's trying to heavily base itself on a Destiny-ish kind of open world, online, team effort-ish kind of game. But the, the cool thing that they have that you don't have in a, a Destiny kind of game is your, your mech suits and your javelin suits and everything like that they're fully customizable which is really really cool that's one thing i wish i had in a game like destiny where you get the armor and like all all the armor does is give you a point that allows you to fight enemies better i didn't like that i want to be able to do something with it and i guess that's what anthem's all about so i'm going to allow you to do all that fun stuff so i'm okay with that uh the game there um it's slated to come out in february 22nd uh, it seems like a solid date. I don't see that getting pushed back anytime soon. If it did, it probably would have gotten pushed back by now. It's going to get released for Xbox, PlayStation, and Windows as well. Um, so it, there's not a lot. They're keeping that game really tightly under wraps. And I'm okay with that. Uh, I think it's going to be good. I'm probably not going to get it right away. I'm going to wait for that first wave to come out. Because you know if it's a game that's an online like like that... The servers aren't going to be ready for it. It's going to be massively broken. It's going to be really buggy. So I'm going to wait for it to go out, fix itself, and then probably pick it up. Um, the last time I got a Mass Effect Andromeda, I got it when it came out. And that game was really good, but it was super buggy and and, and super broken. And then they, they re-released it probably like a year later. Or not re-released it, but they added a huge patch to it about a year later. And I played it again. And it was amazing. They, they really fixed their, their their product there. And I was happy with that. So hopefully this doesn't happen like that. But you never know. Um, that's a game I'm, I'm looking forward to. Uh, I'm not holding my breath on it being amazing. But you never know. It could be. So let, let's see what it is when it is. Another game I'm not really looking forward to is Crackdown 3. Uh, it's developed by Sumo Digital. They made a bunch of other games specifically for Disney. Um, or not Disney, but for Microsoft. 
But uh, they made Disney Infinity. They've made a lot of different racing games in the past. They made pretty much most of the Forza Horizon games. So I don't understand how they go from, from doing that to a crackdown game. But, you know, it is what it is. I, I've not been a big fan of this franchise. I don't know why. I've, I wanted to get in on board with it, but I, it couldn't get its teeth into me. Uh, that game, it, it's scheduled to come out February 15th, and it's only come out from Windows and Xbox. Um, and uh, the, the main thing I'm going to play for is because Terry Crews is back. And I like Terry Crews. I think he's a great actor. I love his voice. He's hilarious to listen to. He's hilarious to watch from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. But, you know, that's the only selling point of that game for me. Um, now, some of the features I've found out about this game that a lot of people are uh, would be excited for is the feature Skills for Kills is back. Now, that feature basically allows you to kill enemies with inanimate objects throughout the game. Like, you can pick up a car and throw a guy and kill him or a dumpster and stuff like that. That's going to generate you orbs and allow you to level up more. So, that's a cool feature that I guess was taken out of one of the games and now it's going to be back in this one. And people are very excited for it. And there's also another one called... Um, gangs bite back so that's a new one that they're it seems to me they're taking a little bite out of the uh shadows of mordor franchise where the the bosses the more you do like the skills for kills the more you kill enemies the more you you infect territories and and redeem them back for yourself the more the bosses are going to notice you doing that so then they'll be able to come out and set hits on you and attack you so the more good things you do the more they're going to notice it and the more they'll start coming after you they, they did that in the mortar like with the captains and stuff like that so that's something that that seems like it's a good element to a game like that it's not so that way it's not just a run in smash it up kill as many bad guys as you can you want to be able to have some kind of difference in there right it's something different to do something to always be looking over your back so it's not just you going in and beating things up again that game comes out february 15th Crackdown 3, I'm not terribly excited for that game, but it is what it is. Now, what I am very excited for, also coming out on February 15th, is the Metro Exodus game. I played the Metro games before. I loved every single one of them. I'm very, very excited for this one. Um, I'm not going to say his name because I always get it wrong. It's like Ardeman. I said his name. I know I, know I said I wasn't going to. Um, I always say his name wrong. But uh, I, I loved his character. I loved the game. I love everything about that game. I love the way it looks. I love the 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 way it played. I love how you can go run and gun. You have to go stealthy in some things. I love everything about it. It's getting released for Xbox, PS4, and for Windows. Uh, it's a Deep Silver uh, game. They made all the other Metros, which is really good. So I'm glad that they got the same developer making the same games all the way through. Uh, Deep Silver also made uh, the Guild 2, uh, Dead all, all the Dead Island franchises them. And they made Saints Row 4 as well. Um, one of the newer games they, they just came out with was actually a very widely loved game called Kingdom Come Deliverance. I played that game for a little bit and I got my ass kicked real fast. It's a very big game, a lot to do with it, which makes me happy because I'm hoping and assuming that they put that kind of uh, that kind of thought process into this game. So that way Exodus is a little bit more than just the average kind of Metro game. So, like usual, though, the game is still based off of the books. The uh, Dmitry uh, Klukovsky. Kluk, Klukovsky. Klukovsky. There we go. I, I think that's right. Uh, it's based on his books. And uh, the, like I said, the first two games are absolutely amazing. They've kept everything about this game under wraps. They don't want people knowing a lot about it. As far as we know, as far as I know from it, all the digging I could do and finding the information out on it, is the game is set in 2036. Takes place just a few years after Metro 2033. And basically, you're in a nuclear winter now. So the world is messed up already as it was before. It's even worse now because it's a full nuclear winter. And there's that's going to add a whole bunch of different enemies that you can fight, a whole bunch of different elements that you're going to have to fight through, and a whole bunch of different things. And it, the, like the whole scape of the world has changed, right? So the, the simple running and gunning through that you normally have to do, you won't be able to do it anymore. Uh, one Easter egg that they threw in there that they said is Anna's going to be back, who is now his wife. So that'd be cool to see that and see how this game comes out. I'm really looking forward to this game. It's going to be a great game. It's going to be a great shooter game. If it plays anything like its predecessors, you're not going to have to worry. It's going to be a fantastic game. Now, another one coming out that I am not excited for, but I figured I'd have to say it, is Devil May Cry 5. I know Devil May Cry, I'm going to get a lot of heat for it. Devil May Cry is a great franchise. Everybody loves it. I didn't like it. And that was just me. 
I can see why people would like that game, but just for some reason, it wasn't my cup of tea. Now, this game is also still being made by Capcom, which is expected. It's going to come out March 8th. Now, it's supposed to be coming out for uh, PS4, Xbox, and Microsoft as well. Um, now, from what I read, the, the game basically takes place after Devil May Cry 2. They're calling it 5 because it's the fifth installment, but it's supposed to take place just after Devil May Cry 2. Dante and Nero are both back, but there's a new character in the game. His name is V. And V is the one that's kind of like hiring both of them to find something or to do something. But Nero already has his own kind of like demon hunter agency going. So they're conflicting with each other. But who knows that they very loosely told us anything about the story. What I can say, though, is you will be able to play with the Red Queen that Nero has his sword. And he's going to have a whole bunch of new robotic arms called Devil Breakers. Um apparently v is some kind of weapons tech guy and he gives him these weapons here you need to help me and that's how it's gonna work uh dante's back he's got rebellion and sparta that you can use as well so that, that's fine uh and he's got a whole bunch of new devil arms as well too some are like big chainsaws and these big blades and stuff like that so not exactly sure where they're gonna go with this or what's going on but not a lot has been said about this game other than the fact that dante and nero are both playable characters so you will be able to play as both of them which is gonna be really cool and i'm not sure if they say you can play as v but v is the one that's there so if that game's coming out march 8th i'm not thrilled for it i'll probably get it just to kind of say i did get it but that's about it another one coming out real quick um the division two it's you know it is what it is i had a very big following at first but it fell real short real fast the division one was really good but it was really quick. You know, there, there wasn't a whole heck of a lot you could do with it. Still being made by Ubisoft. It's coming over for Xbox, PlayStation, and Windows. That one's supposed to come out February 7th. Um, uh, sorry, no. Um, February 7th is the beta. So that apparently there's going to be a free beta that you can play on February 7th. It should be open to everybody on all systems. And apparently there is going to be a DLC pack, a three-pack of DLC that's going to have basically the... Um, uh, like some story missions, some character missions, um, and uh, some extra zones you can unlock that you wouldn't be able to get before. Apparently, as far as it states right now, all those DLCs are going to be free. Why they wouldn't just put it into the game, I don't know, but that is what it is, and they're going with that. So I guess that's that's the direction they want to go. I'm going to be getting Division 2. I really like the first one. I just I wanted more, and I wanted... The, the boss fights to be totally different because they're so annoyingly hard for no reason though those those mid-level bosses are like bullet sponges you shoot them forever and they wouldn't die and it wouldn't make any sense but the game was going in the right direction i like the the action of it i like the team play action of it i like the cover base system i loved everything about it it just it, it seemed like they needed to go over with a fine tooth comb just a little bit more before they release it so i'm hoping maybe they kind of fizzle out the shit from the first one got the best that they could from it and then added to the next one i like the the first one i'm probably gonna like this one i'm more than likely gonna get it so you'd make your judgment on that one now the last game i want to talk about is a game i'm very very excited for there's very little on it and other than the, the basics of what you've seen on tv uh it's days gone so that's gonna be a sony interactive studio only game so it's gonna be for playstation 4 only that game slated to come out April 26, 2019. It's based on the Unreal Engine, the Unreal 4 engine, the third-person shooter, and um, it's like a post-apocalyptic world. Uh, it, the main character's name is Deacon St. John. He's uh, basically, he was a, an outlaw drifter or whatever, and there's some kind of global pandemic. So the game's basically based two years after this pandemic happened. They killed pretty much everybody on the planet aside from a, a few that managed not to get killed by it and um it doesn't really say what it was and now the the creatures in the game if you've seen the trailer they look like zombies they're super fast right so like a world war z kind of thing it they're not zombies they're they're calling them freakers so they're zombie like creatures that are very fast now the cool thing about this that i'm very excited for is you can interact with animals in the game too so bears wolves other things like that they're going to be inside the game but they too have been affected by this pandemic so you can run into a bear that's this crazy freaked out zombie-ish kind of bear that can run super fast at you that is terrifying in games like that um and i'm really excited to see how it plays out i watched the trailer and 
a lot of times when you get horde horde games where there there's hordes of zombies and and bad guys running at you you shoot one or two and like blocks them dying stuff like that or you can hit one one trap and like a whole barrage of them will go down and die immediately that's not the case with this game if you see like a hundred of them running at you you have to kill a hundred of them and that is really really cool and i think that's why they maybe have a little bit delay with this game because probably crashing a lot of systems making sure that runs as smoothly as they wanted it to uh but it looks really good the whole world that you're in is going to be completely interactive so you will be able to set traps you will be able to blow things up you see canisters and barrels or you see cars you are able to shoot them and they are able to blow up and kill big barrages of zombies near you can also do things that, that cause blockades too that will stop them it, it won't permanently stop them but at least stop them for a bit until they can start climbing over it then coming back over you um i'm okay with that also there's a, there's a human element too there's so there's there's a story there basically you're trying to find somebody that was taken from you and you're going after them and there's humans still left alive it's like a, a walking deadish kind of deal where you know the the person you got fear most is the humans left alive not the dead ones trying to eat you so they took somebody he's trying to get them back and that's basically it there are vehicles in the game that you will be able to use you can use cars motorcycles probably like big vans and stuff like that i don't know exactly what's in it but it says there will be drivable vehicles in the game for you as well as you're going to be able to craft on site so if you find materials and stuff which i'm sure you're gonna have to look around find metal scraps or uh leather straps or nuts and bolts and stuff that sony likes to do you'll probably be able to craft like molotovs or bombs or bullets or anything with you on the fly which will probably be very helpful in a game like this since you're constantly going to be getting attacked by hordes and hordes and hordes of zombies and you can also use those hordes of zombies as a distraction or as a weapon so i've seen the one gameplay trailer where it, it shows him going to a little base area and he's trying to pick up his friends and he has no business being there it's one on like 50 he can't beat them but there's a wall behind him that's holding up a bunch of zombies from coming in. So he puts a bomb in the wall, shoots the wall, the door opens up, a flood of zombies come running in, kills as many people as he can, all the while he's picking them off at the same time. So use that to your advantage in the game when you get it. It'd be really cool to, to see how many different ways people can use that in these games. So that's, a, that's pretty much what I want to talk about for right now. Those are the main important games I got coming out. Uh, I'm not really worried about the last half of the year because it's going to be the usual assassin's creeds and call of duties and battlefields and all that fun stuff but for the first half of the year these are my most anticipated games coming out um like i said a few of them may not exactly like but i know they're going to do well like crackdown and devil may cry they're going to be great games people love them people are really excited for them and uh that's what's gonna happen so so just a quick recap resident evil comes out january 25th kingdom hearts gets a 25th release date in japan but a 29th of january release date in worldwide um anthem comes out february 22nd crackdown comes out uh february 15th uh metro comes out february 15th as well devil may cry five that guy comes out march 8th the division i believe was february 22nd and days gone which is one i'm very excited for comes out april 26th but this is it guys thank you very much for taking part of this podcast with me i appreciate everybody coming by and saying hi please 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 leave comments or remarks below in any way that you can in my twitter page uh let me know how i did tell me what else you guys want to talk about tell me if there's anything you need to hear about and i will do my best to accommodate you. i'm going to do a podcast at least once a week as best i can and uh again be sure to follow me on the social media accounts if you want to say hi or if you want to see what i'm up to i'm on i'm on them pretty much every single day posting something and if you like video games i'm always streaming so please go ahead and check me out on my twitch channel again it's www.twitch.tv slash sets s-e-t-s-f-i-r-e-s i look forward to seeing you guys again and hearing from you again thank you very much and everybody have a great day